Welcome to the Warriors Arise podcast, a safe place to talk about unsafe things. Here's your host, Jane Zahasky. Hi, friends. Welcome to another episode of Warriors Arise podcast. We are so happy that you have joined us. My name is Jane Zahasky. I'm your host. And with me is Susie Hansen and Stephanie Reed, co-founders of Warriors Arise Ministry. Hello, everybody. Hello, everyone. <laughs> awesome. Today is, I, I think I say this every day, today is a special day, it's an exciting day, but they all are when we come together for our podcast. But today we are talking about really how to apply God's word in our lives because we tend to just say You need to turn to God's word. You need to know it. You need to stand on his promises. You need to be in his word. Mm -hmm. And, but what does that really mean? And how do you do that? How does God help you deliver you from a bad situation? And, and how we can make that choice each and every day. So that's what we'll be talking about today. Well, a lot of us kids, especially those who grew up in the church, yeah. the first thing that they're always taught is to go to vacation Bible school. Right. Right. And so for me growing up, huh. one of my very favorite things that we did in vacation Bible school was we did Bible drill. Oh. And that was an actual competition that we would go to stay in. Really? And with our Bibles in our hands, we didn't have version and phones at that time. Yeah. But it was a race to see who could find scripture oh, the fastest or who could memorize scripture the fastest if they wow. gave you an address. Wow. And so I would like to say that I took that with me as I was growing yeah. up, but I always remembered that that was the first seed of the Bible planted yeah. in me. And so no good. matter, back then it was a competition. Yeah. But as I got older, I remember some of the key scriptures that I would yeah. always win. Uh huh. And that little nugget, like I know when I am familiar with a story, you know, like Noah, just, you know, that's a pretty easy, basic story, Noah and the ark. Mm -hmm. I know that story. And then when I'm like at church and the pastor refers to that story, it gives you that, like, I know what he's talking about. (laughs) I know this, you know? Yes. And that can go for any story in the Bible, but. Just that little seed, like even knowing the scripture that you memorized when you were a child and you hear it again now, it's like, oh, I know that. I think God just likes to stir that up in you. Well, it's an excitement because we all know that the Bible is very intimidating. It's a history book. And a lot of us don't understand it to the fullest, which you are not supposed to. Right. So when we do get it, it is very exciting. And God does that intentionally, I think, because he wants us to be excited about his word because that is his roadmap to live on. And that's how we get to know him better. So why wouldn't we get excited if we understand it? Right. Right. Yeah. And I like how you said it. it's like a history book, but yet it's alive, yeah, you know, it and it's there is no other book like it. And oh, yeah. Well, in in Hebrews mm-hmm. um, 412, since you just said that, uh-huh. it says, for the word of God is alive yeah. and active. Yes, it sharper is. than any double edged sword. It penetrates even to the dividing soul. Uh huh. It judges the thoughts and attitudes of the heart. And so the pieces of that scripture that I love so much, like you said, it Mm -hmm. is alive and active today, even though this was written thousands of years ago. Yep. And then I also like that it judges the thoughts Mm -hmm. of our hearts Mm -hmm. because not that other people are judging us, but it's the conviction of us reading it. It's the Holy Spirit telling us if we're off in our hearts. Right. 
And I like the thoughts of your heart. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. The thoughts of your heart. Because we usually think we think with our mind, right? And then we kind of get all messed up because our hearts, that's where all our emotions and feelings are. Mm -hmm. But it's the thought of our hearts because it's our hearts that God is in, is, is desiring. That's what he want, is focused on. Mm -hmm. what, well, what we have in our heart. That's right. So and, I like that. And you also always hear, and I may screw this up, but you know, what's in our hearts comes yeah. out of our mouth. Yes. So <laughs> yes. as a man thinketh. Yeah, there you yeah. Go. yeah. So what we think about runs into our yes. hearts and then comes out of our mouths. Yeah. Right. So it's all interconnected. It is. I love that. Yeah. Oh, that's so good. Yeah. And the part where it talks about the word is alive and active. Have you yeah. ever read a book like multiple times other than the Bible and it says something different? Right. It's like you can be going through something mm -hmm. and read a scripture you read a thousand times before and it mm -hmm. speak completely different. Yes. And that that's how it's alive and active and, and speaks right to our situation. Yes. Yeah. And it also says it penetrates even to the mm -hmm. dividing soul, which tells us. That you don't have to know the Bible. You don't mm -hmm. know, you don't have to know Jesus and the Bible and the word can still reach you. That's Ooh, right. That's so good. Cause it penetrates even the lost person. Yeah. Who's never even opened the Bible. Mm. That's how powerful it is. And that's why it's called the sword of the spirit. Yeah. I was just actually listening to a podcast on the way here yeah. today and they talked about that exact thing. Mm. The guest speaker was talking about God giving her a word mm -hmm. about a total stranger. Oh, yeah. And she just asked the stranger, do you know so-and-so? Mm -hmm. And she was like, how do you know I know that person? Uh, and she's like, okay, look, I know this is going to sound completely strange. Yeah. But God wants me to tell you X, Y, Z. Yeah. And the girl just began to cry. Yeah. And so... I'm sure she was speaking God's word over her and through yeah. that message and how it penetrated her soul yes. and reached a lost soul. And yeah. she led her to Christ. Oh, there you go. So yeah. Good. So it's just a great example of how that can work. Yeah. Because you can't make that up. Two strangers running across each other that don't yeah. know anything about each other, but yet they do. Yes, yes yeah. exactly. Yeah. And that's how God uses us. I mean, we talk about that too. We get through a hard season in our life and that doesn't go to waste. Like, we can use our experience to help others. So mm -hmm. he uses us to help others. Just absolutely. like that. He yeah, uses absolutely. us to speak to others. So good. Please. Well, so God, our relationship with God, he's all about our hearts and mm -hmm. how we feel. Oh, I know. I wanted to share. There's. Uh, I'm reading a book, and the question is, what is it that comes to mind when you think about God and how that is so important to who you are? Wow. Yeah. That's a that's a question statement. It is. Because it's hard to answer it just one way. Yeah. yeah. Instead of saying right. everything. <laughs> right. He's everything. Yeah. But to someone who doesn't know God, that means He's nothing. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And, you know, some people think of him as judging, yeah. like he is watching, waiting for you to mess up. Mm -hmm. You Punisher. know, yes. Or maybe he's to you a provider and he loves you and he's always loving, but... He's holding something back or, you know, whatever it is. And if those are the thoughts that come to mind when you just think of him, then that's who you have become because wow. it's in your that's heart. That's really yeah. good. Yeah. I like to consider God a friend. Yeah. Because I know there's moments when, you know, some of you out there may feel like you don't have very many friends mm -hmm. or family members or, you know, like us, we have each other. Yeah. But there's moments when I'm sitting in my car Mm -hmm. And I don't have any friends around. Right. 
And he's the perfect person to talk to. Yes. Yeah. Because he will always listen. Right. And so. And he's always, always, always available. There. Yes. Always. Yes. Never, yes. ever leaves our side. You're right. Yeah. So he's a best friend. Yeah, yeah. Yes. To everybody. I like to say when people have a hard time praying or praying out loud or just like they don't know what to pray. Like, okay, I, I get the quiet time. I'm just sitting there. What do I do? And I'm just like, think of him as a friend. Like, just have a conversation with him. You know, it's, you don't have to have fancy language. You don't have to be able to memorize scripture and say it back to him. He knows it, <laughs> you know. Just speak from your heart as if he's a friend and yeah. just have a conversation. And sometimes with your friends, you just sit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and that's okay. there's nothing to talk yeah. about. You're just sitting with each other in yeah. each other's presence. Yeah. So sometimes that is enough. Yep. Exactly. And maybe you're thinking to yourself right now, you've been a victim of many things, mm-hmm. abuse, mm-hmm. abandonment, rejection. And you're thinking to yourself, how can God be a friend That's and all right. of these bad things happen? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, I think one of the biggest mistakes that we make is we humanize God. Yes. And God is not human. Right. It is human beings that have hurt us. Mm-hmm. We do live in a fallen world. And when we are born, sin dwells within us. And that is our default. Yeah is is the sin nature Mm -hmm. and so i understand how you could wrestle with that you know if there's a god then how could he let these things happen Mm -hmm. but he gave us free will Mm -hmm. Um, he gave Mm -hmm. us choice and so unfortunately not everybody choose to walk with god and step with god and and hurting people hurt people yeah and so I would just ask you to kind of try to to separate the two and understand, you know, that God weeps with you in your pain. Yeah. God was with you in your pain. Mm-hmm. That's good. You know, and to understand that it was other human beings that hurt you and not God. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And I've had this question asked to me many times, you know, why does God allow Bad, bad things, things that happen to good people. Yeah. But so if you piggyback off of what Susie is saying, mm-hmm. you know, God is loving and all caring. And the question they asked me is, why won't he judge those who do not mm-hmm. um, know him or care to know him? Right. And so you're right. God is a just God. And yeah. he, he does handle consequences and sins the way that he sees. But let's think about it. If he was a just God with everything and, you know, he wiped out every sin that could possibly be done Mm -hmm. on this earth, Mm -hmm. even though he did on the cross for us. Let's make that clear. But I think about, well, if I'm expecting him to cast judgment on someone who hurts me, then I have to expect that same judgment towards myself. Mm -hmm. Right. Right. So because I'm not perfect, I hurt people too. That's right. So if I'm expecting, you know, I consider myself a good person too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And so why not? I have to receive that same judgment if I want that judgment on somebody else. Yeah. Yeah. And I think too, we, as humans, we are the ones that measure sin. And so we can say, well, my sin is tiny compared to what they did. Yes. And that comparison. And that's huge. Yeah. 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 But in God's eyes, sin is sin. Mm -hmm. He does not measure sin. Mm -hmm. And so... It's all equal in God's eyes. Sin is sin. And so when you realize that we're all sinful beings, and and I like how you said that, Mm -hmm. you know. It's a perspective. It is a it's a great perspective because we we don't want the judgment. We (laughs) want the forgiveness. Right. (laughs) And and we have to understand that we are all God's children. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. We are. The good, the bad, the ugly. He has no favorites. He has none. Right. I would like to think I'm his favorite. <laughs> well, we are. You're the, all his favorite. You're his favorite. I'm his you favorite. You are the apple. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. yes. But he's got a whole apple tree <laughs> filled with different. He's got an orchard. Exactly. Yeah. Orchards. <laughs> oh, that's fun. Uh, yeah, so we talked about, like, having a relationship with him. Like, mm-hmm. you have to be in relationship. Just mm-hmm. any kind of friendship. You spend yeah. time together. Oh, you talk. Okay. And praying, we tend to say, you know, prayer is a, is a powerful tool. But if you don't know how to pray or you're just stuck on, I don't know what to say. I don't know, you know, just spending time with him, knowing that he is there. Mm-hmm. I think it's that whole, that's kind of the key knowing that he is there and he can hear you no matter what it is that you're saying no matter if it's just through cries or tears or whatever he's there and he loves you and he's listening and then the power of our choices and our thoughts and our words our actions all of that all that is so powerful very you can't separate the any of them no together they do they do like even sin like you can't be like well, I can have all the sinful thoughts, but yet I'm not sinning. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it doesn't work that way. It doesn't. <laughs> it's just like you can't have a diet coke and think that it's healthy. <laughs> what? It's, it's still full of sugar. <laughs> I actually I don't drink diet. Coke. <laughs> uh, so yes, the we are given the ability to choose to make choices, <laughs> and all our choices up to this point, up to right now today has made us who we are today. Mm-hmm. So yeah. if you think about that, and if you're at a place where you want something to change in your life, then some of the choices you need to make in the future may need to change from what you've done in the past. That's right. Right? Mm-hmm. Does that kind of make sense? Yes. So doing the whole, I'm now taking responsibility for some of my choices. It's kind of like, what can you do today? Yes. To prepare for a different tomorrow. Yes. Makes sense? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So let's talk about how do we start incorporating some of these spiritual tools. Yes. And we talk about, you know, reading the word. We talk about prayer. Mm -hmm. But again, these are foreign things to a lot of people. Even the people who've been following Jesus for a long time, it's still pretty foreign because... They may have never been taught how to do it, mm-hmm. or they tried and they felt like they failed. Yep. So let's get some tidbits on maybe how we can help them take that first next step. Yeah. Susie, how about you hit a little bit on the psychological piece of the power of mm-hmm. a mind, because it will help us start practicing these tools more efficiently. Yeah, it, it's amazing how it all connects. Yeah. Uh, you know, of course, God created the human body, so why wouldn't it connect? Mm-hmm. Right. You know, but the yeah. science behind the mm-hmm. human brain yeah. and the connection to scripture is amazing. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. And so I'd like to recommend a book called Switch On Your Brain. Mm-hmm. The key to peak happiness, thinking and health by Dr. Caroline Leaf. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's a good book. It is an amazing book. It it will really change the way you think. Mm -hmm. And she connects the science behind the brain with scripture. And you don't realize the power of your thoughts Mm -hmm. and that how we think can literally affect 
our brain and its function, our bodies, yeah. illness, our health, health yeah. exactly. And so we tend to get stuck in these negative thought patterns mm-hmm. and kind of a woe is me mm-hmm. is what I used to call it for me. You know, mm-hmm. woe is me. If it could go wrong, it will. Yeah. What's it going to be next? And of course, right. I was always looking for the next negative thing to happen to me. And yes. guess what? It always did. Uh-huh. And what she talks about in her book is she talks about the science behind our thinking and how it physically affects our brain mm. yeah. negatively, mm-hmm. which in turn negatively affects our health. Right. And the well-being of our body, mm-hmm. our mental health. Mm-hmm. And she backs everything she says up with scripture. Mm-hmm. I love and, it. you know, we actually create rivers, if you will, yeah. in our mind, yeah. our pathways. Yeah. And the negative pathways, she kind of illustrates with a tree, a dead tree with no leaves. And, and that's kind of what we do to our brain. There's no life there. Mm-hmm. And that's how it negatively affects the body. But when we renew our minds, which is scripture, Romans yes. 12, 2, talks about we must not conform to the ways of this world, but renew our minds. Mm-hmm. And that is hard work. Yes. It's not something that you can just go, oh, okay, well, mm-hmm. let me think differently. Because now we've created pathways in our brain yeah. where our the thoughts naturally run. And so we have to, like, dig a new ditch. Mm-hmm. We have to physically create new pathways in our mind, which the brain is an amazing thing yeah. that, that it can do that. Mm-hmm. And so we have to become cognizant of the way that we're thinking. And when we catch ourselves thinking those negative thoughts, Scripture also says to take those thoughts captive yes. and make them obedient to yeah. Christ. Well, how do I do that? And that's when what we'll further get into mm-hmm. when we can speak Scripture over ourselves. But... We create new pathways in mm-hmm. our brain, mm-hmm. and then the tree comes to life, yes. and it flourishes, and it's vibrant, and our bodies become more healthy. <laughs> we become more happier and joyful. Things like depression and illness and mm-hmm. tiredness and all of those negative drawbacks begin to leave us. So this is a fascinating book on the actual science mm-hmm. behind that. how we think and how it affects our brain. Yep. And so I would highly recommend this mm-hmm. um, if you struggle with mm-hmm. negative thinking. Yeah. Because That's this good. can literally change your life. Yeah. And especially if you need to understand the why or the how it actually works in your brain. Exactly. This is a great book. Like some people can just accept it and be like, oh, okay, yeah. Well, now I get it and I'm going to do it. But if you're one that needs to know the be why, like, okay, it. wait a minute. <laughs> how does that really work? And she provides all the answers and mm-hmm. she ties it to scripture, which is Every my bit of favorite. It. That's part. what's amazing about yeah. it. Again, that switch on your brain by Dr. Caroline Leaf. Yeah. Super good. And so let's talk about that, Steph. So we're stuck in these negative patterns and we need to start renewing our mind and create mm-hmm. those new pathways in our brain. So how do we begin to take those thoughts captive? Yeah, because many of you may have never picked up the Bible before. So mm-hmm. this is going to be scary for you. This is going to be foreign to you but think about it like you're starting a new job mm-hmm. and what happens for several weeks to months you're in training yeah until mm-hmm. you develop the skill sets to do your job well mm-hmm. yeah. and then think about it as you get promoted now this isn't about god promoting you because 
you have all of God from day mm-hmm. one. And so, but I think of it as, you know, I'm promoting myself to my understanding of the word. Yeah. As the, the more I practice it and the more I'm in training. Mm-hmm. So you are in training right now and you may think, well, you know, I've never read the word, so I don't even know how to do it. So yeah. my first thing to tell you is that you have to believe that you can yeah. because God did not make a book for us to, well, let me rephrase it this way. He didn't give a book of life for just some of us to use. Right. So for all it's his for children, all he's given us. all of us the ability, no matter if you have a learning disorder, That's right. no matter if you have are visually impaired, mm-hmm. no matter. I mean, there is a way to know God's word. Yeah, there is. And so first you must have to believe it because the enemy will tell you yes. that you can't. Right. Because he doesn't want the truth to transform you. That's yes. right. Yes. That's and, true. So some of the lies he'll say is that, oh, well, you can't read that. You don't have time to read that. You're not going to understand it. Why bother? Right. You know, all the lies. Yes. Do you hear how the other person translates the Bible? Yeah. You will never be a scholar like right. that person. Right. Oh, the comparison. Trial. Yes. Oh. Yep. yep. Yes. So be aware of the lies that you will hear. <laughs> you yes. know, you're going to have a thought and you have to yeah. identify it as In a Matthew lie. 7, so chapter good. Our verse seven, it says, ask and it will be given to you. Seek mm-hmm. and you will find. Knock and the door will be opened yes. for you. Yeah. So That's I good. say that scripture for two reasons. One, it's applying to what we're talking about. You have to believe it and you ask the Holy Spirit to help you. Yeah. So you just invite the Holy Spirit into every time you open the Bible. That's you right. either ask him, where do I start? Yeah. You ask him, help me to, or help mm-hmm. reveal it to me. Yeah. Give me an understanding, even if it's just a word. Mm-hmm. But also, I spoke that scripture just now to give you an idea of how you use the word. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So if I'm in your shoes, I'm trying to find how to do this. I may Google. Let's just go to Google. Yeah. We all have access to that. I may Google how to start reading the word. Mm-hmm. And this scripture may pop up, Matthew 7, 7. So I may say, God... Holy Spirit, this is to ask and it will be given to me. So I'm going to ask you to help me understand the Bible. Yeah. Because the scripture says in Matthew to ask and it will be given to me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's how you use the scripture to pray, s- pray yeah. and speak life into yourself. That's so good. That's and it can start example. with a Google search. Yeah. That's yeah. good. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I was just going to enter real quick. When I was a new Christian, I was in my 30s mm-hmm. and I was raised in church, but we didn't read the Bible. Mm-hmm. And so the first time I ever looked at a Bible, I was in my 30s and I didn't have a clue mm-hmm. and it was hard to understand. And something that helped me was to get involved in a Bible study in your church. Yeah. Yes. I still remember the very first Bible study I ever did, which was a Beth Moore Bible study mm-hmm. and going through those more detailed Bible studies yeah. and because they'll take one scripture and then explain it yeah. and drill down in it and get you in the Bible reading it. Mm-hmm. And then little by little, you begin yeah. to understand more and more. Mm-hmm. So that was something I did that helped me. Yeah, Absolutely. And that's too. the next step is you get support. Yeah. Because if you're in training, no one is training you or you're not training yourself at your job by yourself. Right. Right. You have to have people you're following, yeah. you're shadowing them, mm-hmm. you're asking them questions on how to do this better. Mm-hmm. You know, you're looking for skill sets that you have that they can pull out in you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, yes, getting support is the second step. And Susie hit on finding a Bible study. If you're not a part of a local church, you know, that would yeah. be a great place to start because that's where you're going to meet those people. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, you can, I mean, the work is done for you when you join a Bible study. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And so it takes yeah. a lot of the fear out of knowing where to start. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah. as I started reading the word more, I started wanting to follow certain people in the Bible. Mm-hmm. And so there's several ways that you can start. 
a lot of people who are new in the in their Christian faith want to start in the Gospels because it talks about Jesus's life. Mm-hmm. That's Matthew through John, the first books of the New Testament, and it talks about his ministry. So, or Jesus's ministry. Mm-hmm. And so, if you really want to know who Jesus was mm-hmm. in man form, mm-hmm. then that's a good place to start. Yeah, because that's where you're going to relate to him the most because yeah. he was living in man form. Yeah. And uh, yeah, Uversion, that's where all the Bible plans are. You can mm-hmm. download an app, go to the website, uversion.com. There's a lot of Bible plans that you can invite your friends with. Yeah, and do them together. Mm-hmm. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. And then, but most importantly, you have to make it a priority. Mm-hmm. It's not going to feel normal. It's not going to feel organic. It's going right. to feel weird. You have to, if you have to schedule it in your calendar, for yes. a week until it becomes normal, then I feel, yeah. I mean, do that. Yeah. Do yeah. That. And don't yeah. miss. Don't right. miss. Don't miss. You'll be yes. able to tell if you miss, right? Your yeah. day does not go yes. the same. Yeah. 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 <clears throat> a good way that some people study the word is by journaling. Mm-hmm. Have you girls had any experience with journaling that's mm-hmm. been effective? Yes. I like doing that and writing out certain scriptures mm-hmm. and then like a word will just jump out or yeah. a little phrase in mm-hmm. the scripture. And then that's when I like go to the dictionary, like, what is the definition of this word? You know, yeah. and then I write it, that definition and then another word may come out of that. And then I'm mm-hmm. like, well, where else is this word used in the Bible? Yes. And so that's, that's that, where that can lead. Yes. Yeah. And it, it's so fun. And dependent on what your personality is or mm-hmm. your skill set. I know many people who journal the word, ask questions. You want to write yeah. down insights. If you have a, a phrase that stands out, like Jane said, write it down. But some people like to draw in yes, their journal. Yes. You know, you may be studying Noah. Mm-hmm. And then the yeah, first yeah. thing that yeah comes to your mind is a rainbow right. or some animals and jot that down because that's yes. going to help you remember exactly. what you just read. Yep. So it doesn't have to look a specific way. Mm-hmm. No. Something I do is write them on uh, note cards. Yes. Yeah. And I will write it on several note cards and place it in different places around my house if it's oh, yeah. if it's a word that I'm trying to really implant on my heart yeah and so i see it if i'm in my bathroom if i'm standing at the stove cooking or if i'm in my car and so i will have it in places where i see it on a regular basis that that is something that helps me too perfect that defeats the out of sight out of mind that's right right. because if it's insight you think about it yeah right yeah and a lot of us will always pray for God's will, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. How do we know what God's will is? Yeah. And that takes the question out of it because God's will is written in the Bible. Yeah. And so the more you know the truth that's written in the Bible, you don't second guess God's will. Right. There's no confusion there. Right. Right. And so that was a big piece for me to take away. And I still have to remind myself of that. Mm-hmm. I'm, I still forget. Oh, in yeah. Moments, yeah. But I remember that truth will always set me free from those mm-hmm. doubts of knowing mm-hmm. that I'm going to upset God or, mm-hmm. you know, I may make the wrong decision and he's going to be mad right. at me. Right. But if I know what the truth says, it will help with that. Yep. That's mm-hmm. so good. That is really good. I like how you said you still work on that because it's a lifelong process. Yes. You are never going to be like, oh, well, this week I read all the gospels and now I know them and I don't ever have to read them again. You know, you always have to be in his word. And it's, again, it's a choice. It's Mm -hmm. a choice. Maybe you have to get up half an hour earlier every morning. So you have the time to spend reading the Bible or journaling or just praying. You have a choice of, Oh, do I do this last little laundry or do I sit and read the Bible today? Mm -hmm. You know, there's choices we have to make each and every day. Well, and how much time does the average person spend on social media? Ah, yes. Or sitting in front of the TV at night. Right. 
And have, so we have time. We have and time. I like to say when people tell me that, and I, I, and it's true for me as well, mm-hmm. is that I will always make time for something that is a priority to mm-hmm. me. If yes. it's not a priority, I make excuses. Oh, I'm too busy, oh, this, that, or the other. Yeah. And so that is why we have to make it a priority or we won't do it. Right. Yeah. yeah. If we call it the book of life, it is meant to be lived out. Yeah, that's good. And so we just really encourage all of you ladies to make it a priority to yeah. learn the word, take that first step and let it change the way that you deal with your family members. Mm-hmm. Let it change the way that you influence your coworkers and your yeah. children, Yeah, you know, and let it strengthen you as a wife, mm-hmm. a sister, a best friend, because that's the only way you can become those things is by living out the truth that God can yeah. put in your heart. And let's be real. Let it change the way you think about yourself yes. as well. Because Definitely. oftentimes we struggle with our identity and self-worth. Yes. And God's word is where we find our identity. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, there's all kinds of scriptures in there that talk about who we are in Christ. Yeah. You know, we are chosen. We are redeemed. We are forgiven. Mm-hmm. We are the apple of his eye. Yeah. We, yeah. You know, we are his masterpiece. We are mm-hmm. fearfully and wonderfully made. We are the above and not beneath. I mean, there, it's just all through scriptures from mm-hmm. Genesis to Revelation. Mm-hmm. And so it gives us a new perspective on ourselves as well. Mm-hmm. That's a good point. I'm glad you yeah. mentioned yeah. that. And it helps us forgive ourselves. That's right. That, Ooh, that's we talked one, about but, that yeah. in our recent episodes, but we have to know who we are. We have to know what God, who, who God calls us and who he has created us to be so we can forgive ourselves. Yeah. And, and just quick, cause I know we're running yeah. out of time. Yes, already. But I know it goes so fast, but it's important to understand that we are in a spiritual battle. Scripture yes. says yes. that we don't come against flesh and blood. That we come against the principalities of the earth. That's a whole nother podcast. That was born to a lot of you. We heaven, know. <laughs> is, heaven is fighting for us and hell is yes. fighting for us. And so the way that we prepare for these battles, because it's not a matter of if life gets hard, it's when mm-hmm. life gets hard. The scripture tells us that. And so we've got to be prepared and have our ammunition, if you will, yeah. ready to fire. Yeah. When life comes at us, mm-hmm. we're hurt in a, in a tragic way, unexpected health report, whatever comes at us. Yes. If we have that ammunition in pocket, we are ready to fire back at the enemy mm-hmm. when those lies begin to come at us and say, no, okay, I see what the facts are here, yeah. but God's word says yeah. that his promises are true. Yes. You know, yeah. and that his word will not return void. Yeah. And weapons may be forged against us, but they will not prosper. Right. And you just start firing back with all that yes. truth, and that is how you win. Yeah. Right. And don't That's wait so for bad things to happen. Start no, before. Start yeah. Get your arsenal ready. Yes, yes. Like, be in training. Like, Change you know, exactly. be in training. Yes, for sure. Oh, friends, this has come to an end. It was so fast. I know. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So stay connected with us here at Warriors Arise Ministry. Uh, We're on Facebook, Instagram. Be sure to subscribe to our podcast so you don't miss an episode. We'll be having all kinds of good conversations coming up, um, some interviews. And we're tackling those deep subjects that it's a lot easier to avoid, but that's what the enemy wants us to do. So uh, we're not going to do that. We're going to hit our head on. We are. We are. So friends together, let's remember it's time to rise up, warrior, and And step step into your freedom. freedom.
Warriors Arise exists to educate and empower women to break free from the labels of their past in order to find hope, passion, and purpose. Thank you for listening to today's podcast. Remember, this is a safe place to talk about unsafe things.